What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And it's been three weeks since we've recorded. Yeah. It's been a long time. It has, yeah. I almost forgot what you looked like. I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, we're coming back. We took a little bit of a break. Um, I think it was... What the fuck is that? Much needed for me. I just needed to take a little breather recoup mm-hmm. come back hopefully better than ever yeah but uh yeah we're coming back with a 2023 movie mm-hmm. that's been very divided with yeah. uh with moviegoers yeah um and you guys are going to find out which side of the argument we fall on to mm-hmm while we talk about Bo is afraid. Yes. Um, before we dive into it, though, it's been three weeks. We haven't uh, talked about anything crazy in a while. What have you been up to? What have you been doing? Anything um, interesting? I don't know. Not really anything interesting. Um, not that I can think of. Fuck. Huh? I don't think I've really done much in... Just watched a lot of movies. Watched a lot of movies, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I guess, yeah. Let's see. uh, Not going to go through every movie I watch because it's been quite a bit, but... um, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, what? We got to introduce the booze and news. I just wanted to know what you've been up to in your life, man. Okay, okay. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. It's been a while. Um, Yeah, not much, honestly. All right, all right. Me either, just hanging out. Yeah. Hanging out with the family. Uh, I don't know. Doing some stuff. Swimming a lot. It's been hotter than hell up here most mm-hmm. of the summer so far. Yeah. But yeah. Work, swim, movies, reading. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah. Same old shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now that we got that out of the way, now it's time for booze and news. Kicking it off, Brooke, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, so I did pick up some beers. Um, it's been a while since I've had a beer. Uh, so I am drinking a Nickel Book Brook Brewing Company Chili Tins New Zealand style IPA. I like the name of that. Yeah, me too. Let me get this open. It has been a while. Jesus Christ. <laughs> get my finger underneath it. <laughs> go get your keys or something. I know. There we go. There you go. Hoppy. I don't know what uh, New Zealand style is, but mm. what are you drinking? I am. I still have that Cameron's Brewing Company. I still have a few cans of that because I haven't been drinking a lot of beer either. Uh, as you know, I'm, I like seltzers a lot in the summer, mm-hmm. but I'm drinking Cameron's Brewing Company, uh, Sabotage, which is a cool like, can. Yeah. I like the mustache and glasses. Yeah. It's like a Top Gun sort of Very can. Super Troopers. Yeah, actually that's true too. Um, it's a Hefeweizen, whatever the fuck oh, that yeah. is. I don't know. Nice. It's not childproofed like yours. <laughs> Oh, that 
is really good. Damn. All right. Like, really good. Hmm. I hope I can find those on their own. All right. Now, show me what you've been watching. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go through everything because it has been quite a bit. Um, yeah. Let's go through some movies I haven't seen before or new releases. Uh, so, it's been a while. Um, let's see. Uh, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Nice. Movie that came out this week. Um, it, it's obviously a book. Uh, Bettina read it a long time ago. Um, I really liked it. Uh, really good coming-of-age movie. Um, yeah, it's great. Nice. Uh, let's see. Rock of Ages I've never seen before. We kind of threw it on. We're playing board games and... Not it's good. a good background movie, but it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. Uh watched 65 from this year. Um it was okay. It's yeah, nothing too crazy. Um mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> watched House finally, and I don't know what that movie is, <laughs> but I fucking had a blast with it. I absolutely loved it. Um, I can't wait to do it one day. Uh, I know you've seen it. You weren't a fan of it, but man, I was just so impressed with it. Uh, you might, might be able to change my mind. Yeah, maybe. Um, watched a movie, uh, Tom Hanks movie, A Man Called Otto. Uh, highly recommend it. It was fucking amazing. Um, Tina and I both cried. It was just fantastic is it like a oh sorry go ahead uh, it's based on a book as well okay yeah is it like one of those movies that's like so sad you have to kind of be in the right mindset for it or is it just no it's like i don't know it's like it's sad through the whole movie but tom hanks just plays this like super old like grumpy old man who he's like hilarious but also like the reason why he's sad like it's it, it's depressing um okay. but it's definitely worth a watch it's on crave uh or max in the in the u.s yeah yeah um been watching a lot of criterion stuff lately i uh, watched a movie called la Hine, which i've seen people rave about i highly recommend it okay. uh really good french movie about um the the riots in France, I think in the 80s or 90s, it's basically about these three guys who are trying to survive after the riots. Uh really good. Okay. Uh Deep Blue Sea record with uh Erica on Horror Cafe. Erica and um, Jackie. Yeah, and Jackie. I think it will probably release after this episode. I forget what they said. I think um, shortly after, yeah. Yeah. Uh I Indiana Jones, Can the Crystal Skull is a first watch for me. I've never seen it. Um, it's okay. I don't think it's as bad as people think. Uh, the ending is kind of whack, but uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I went and watched Insidious, The Red Door um, by myself. It was scary as fuck. <laughs> was it? It was. It had some really good scares in it. Um, okay. I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's good. Good uh, to know. Yep. Uh, another criterion, um, or not criterion on IMDb list, uh, witness for the prosecution. 
I highly, highly recommend this movie. I think you would dig it. It's on Prime Video. Um, really good, really okay. good uh, courtroom drama. Uh, insane twists at the end of the movie, and even like I'm reading the trivia, and the like director was like at the theaters and the screens. He would make people write and sign these like things, basically saying, "I will not." share what happens at the end of witness for the prosecution oh shit yeah yeah um really good uh watched renfield um it was okay it i don't think i was in the right mindset for it i was pretty tired mm-hmm. um yeah it, it was okay uh watched uh sisu uh that was a hard one to find physically that i finally randomly saw it at walmart um i really liked it I wish I didn't see the trailer because, like, they kind of did give away like most not most of the kills, but a lot of like the the action pieces. Ah, okay. But uh, yeah, it was good. Um, and then just tonight I watched uh, Inside the new Willem Dafoe movie um, on Prime. I just watched uh, it the other day. Yeah, that, it is okay. It's basically him stuck in a penthouse <laughs> for the whole movie. So okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Sweet. You watched a lot of movies. I did. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you skipped over a lot. <laughs> I did. I did. Um, I was looking at my staff because I felt like this year I haven't hadn't watched that many movies, but you've watched so like, many. I know. I think last year I was at like 503 or something like that. And I've watched 204 or five so far this year. So damn. You know, about halfway through the year, so I don't know if I'll pass that or not. But we'll what I'm at for the year, I think you're at like 170. I think I saw or something like that. 156 this oh, year. 156. Yeah, I've really slowed down, and I'm okay with that because I've yeah. been reading a lot more, and that's kind of a goal that we set for ourselves. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. But as for me open there we go uh after our parasite episode you said you were disappointed that i hadn't watched kill her goats yet um so i watched that the next night (laughs) um that movie was terrible very bad so bad but i mean it was still fun in a sense but it was yeah it was bad um i watched brooklyn 45 which i enjoyed quite a bit yeah i was gonna watch that the one day then yeah, I just didn't. Yeah, it was a lot different than I expected it to be, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, the, the guy in the cover looks like Michael Keaton, but I know it's not Michael Keaton. But the one dude like kind of looks like him. Oh yeah, 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 a little bit, eh? Hey? Yeah. Yeah, no, Michael Keaton's not in the movie. No. <laughs> um, we watched Night at the Museum with the boys one day. Uh, oh, then nice. the next day they wanted to watch Jurassic Park. They begged me. To watch Jurassic Park, so I was like, "Was okay. this the first time they've seen it?" Yeah. So I put it on. I was all excited that they finally wanted to watch it. Yeah. And they watched like all of ten minutes of it, and then I watched the rest <laughs> of it by myself. <laughs> but incredible movie! I'm happy that uh, at least they showed a little bit of interest in it. Um, I watched Still, which is Michael Jackson's mm-hmm. or Michael J. Fox's documentary. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Yeah, I want to watch it. It's it's heartbreaking, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it's so uplifting because he has not let his condition like 
really get in the way of stuff that he wants to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really fucking good. And I highly recommend everybody watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, Erica from horror cafe was watching Mr. Creep one night and I asked her about it and she said it was a fun found footage movie. And I actually kind of enjoyed it a decent amount, super low budget acting was kind mm-hmm. of shit, but it was good. It was creepy. Uh, I watched Avatar and Avatar The Way of Water. Both are great movies, obviously. Um, Cloverfield. Finally watched Zack Snyder's Justice League. I went on a bender of like super long movies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They were fun. Um, Deep Blue Sea, obviously. I watched The New Children of the Corn, which I thought came out this year, but it came out in 2020. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, It's shit don't recommend oh, okay. it at all it's fucking terrible it's like terrible um and i watched knock the cabin that was the first time watch really enjoyed it really want to read the book now that i've seen the movie because mm-hmm. apparently the book is really really good yeah and i watched la la land last night nice, nice. um this is the first time watch for me i'm not a big musical guy as i've mentioned before on the podcast mm-hmm. but there's just something about Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, like their on-screen chemistry was yeah. so good, dude. It's funny. While I was waiting for you tonight, I started uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Nice. Yeah. Another Ryan Gosling movie. Yeah. Um, And then today, after work, I started watching Dungeons and Dragons, but I'm only like 40 minutes into it. Nice. It's good, okay. too. Enjoying it quite a bit. Cool. But Yeah. Um. Also, I just wanted to to mention that uh, I don't know if I'm speaking for you as well, but um, I'm totally behind with all the SAG-AFTRA writers and actors that are uh, on strike right now. Obviously, we're still talking about movies, so we're not in the full solidarity. I'm seeing a lot of like TikTok creators that are just stop talking and posting about movies. Um, obviously, we're still talking about it, but... Uh, I just want to say, yeah, I'm behind all the writers and trying to get what they deserve because, like, I've seen some of the numbers that all these, like, fucking uh, presidents and owners of, like, Disney and all those companies make a year. And it's just insane that all these writers aren't really getting residuals or are getting very little Mm -hmm. um, money. So, yeah, I support it as well. Yeah. Um, it's shitty for us as moviegoers because like so many movies that we're excited for are now kind of being, I don't want to say put on the back burner, but like postponed, I guess we could say. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's all for the better cause, obviously. Yeah. It's crazy. Like the timing of it too, like right before, uh, I think they're calling it Barbenheimer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cause like they had, I think their openings like this, this week. And yeah, I'm pretty sure they had to stop the red carpets because in the premieres, because of the strike, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, they both open tonight. Yeah. They'll, they'll still make a shit ton of money. Um, oh, fuck. But, yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, as for news, do, 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 do. not a crazy amount. But uh, we have a official release date for The Exorcist Believer, October 13th, 2023. Um, They've released three 
uh, official posters for it. And there's a trailer coming soon, but it's not out yet. Nice. I don't know if I'm excited for this or not. I'm not a huge Exorcist fan. Uh, and it's Blumhouse. So, I mean, that's like a 50-50. It could be great or it could be shit. So, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, don't know why they're doing this, but they are. Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. It's a new movie coming to Paramount+. Plus. Oh, wait, is it? A sh- no, it's a movie, yeah. Uh, October 6th, it's coming to Paramount+. Plus. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. Not a movie that we need. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit late on this, but the original Terrifier is in 700 theaters this week. So oh, if gosh. there's a theater near you, uh, I'm jealous because I would love to see this movie in theaters. Yeah. And lastly, uh, there's a new Godzilla movie coming out called Godzilla Minus One, and it's the first Japanese-produced Godzilla film since Shin Godzilla. Oh, cool. And it is releasing in the States, I'm assuming that's all of North America, on December 1st this year. Oh, yeah, not anything crazy, but some stuff. Cool. That's it. Um, 4K, baby. For 4K, uh... I'm going to go back to earlier in July as well, because this week there wasn't really much. There's a couple of Criterion releases I've never heard of, um, but uh, The Last of Us uh, first season 4K releases it this week. Nice. Um, so what's been released so far, uh, Jaws 2 got a nice steelbook mm-hmm. release on 4K, uh, a movie that we covered on here, uh, Upgrade, which uh, we both love. I think that movie would be look amazing in, in 4k uh, they re-released uh um, all of the mission impossibles or at least the first five or four or five mm. i think with the steelbook uh the truman show which i picked up um that's what else Let's see if there's anything uh last week obviously sisu uh, there's a six deal book which is not in Canada, unfortunately. I would have loved to have that because it's fucking sick. Um, The Burning got a 4K release. Saw that. Uh, and then Scream Six, which I I picked up um this week as well. It got a a, a six deal book release as well, but obviously <laughs> not in Canada. Of course not. Which is unfortunate. Um, we hate cool shit up here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's that's pretty much it, though. Sweet. Um, you bought some some decent shit on Prime Day too. Uh-huh. You got the the whole Harry Potter collection and yeah, Harry Potter collection, um, which we watched uh, the last three movies. So we still have Deathly Hallows Part Two to watch, but uh, yeah, they look like, great. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Nice. I took it easy this year. I only got the Lost Boys and uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't watched either one of them yet on the disc, but excited too. Yep. All right. Let's cue the theme music and dive on in.
like we said in the intro this week, we are talking about 2023's Bo is Afraid. Starting off the synopsis. Following the sudden death of his mother, a mild-mannered but anxiety-ridden man confronts his darkest fears as he embarks on an epic Kafka-esque odyssey back home. I, I have really, no idea what that word is. Kafka-esque? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Kafka, I'm assuming, is a person. I don't know who it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kafka. No, not Kafia. Kafka. Kafka-esque. Oh, that's an actual word. All right. Uh, doesn't help. Characteristic or reminiscent of the oppressive or nightmarish qualities of Franz Kafka's fictional world. Don't know who that is. Me either. We'll have to find out. But uh, yeah, I hope someone can explain this fucking movie to us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, this was a fucking nightmare in and of um, itself. Did, did two chicks cover this movie? I know, I know someone they did, did. I know they did Bones and All. I forget if they did this movie. I feel like, yeah, someone that we know did. Maybe it was them. I'm looking right now. Uh, they're in fan footage right now. I think it was a couple months ago, at least. There's bones and all, warm bodies, fresh menu. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say no. I swear, someone we knew did. Yeah, I don't know who though. Anyway, but yeah, uh, I said to you. Actually, I, I said it in my letterboxed review as well that anyone who gave this three or more stars, please fucking enlighten me because <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Spoiler we're kind of giving alert. away our, uh, our, our thoughts on it, but I mean, I don't know. care. Uh, this movie is directed by Ari Aster, who mm-hmm. has his claim to fame from Midsommar and Hereditary. This was his third movie and probably his most ambitious, I would have yeah. to say. Definitely. Uh, cast list, we have Joaquin Phoenix, who plays Bo. Uh, he's obviously in The Joker, uh, Walk the Line, um, Napoleon, which is an upcoming movie, mm-hmm. um, Her, Gladiator, and I'm Still Here. Patty Lupone played Mona, who's his mother. Uh, she's in State and Maine, Heist, Witness, uh, I think 13 episodes it was of American Horror Story, and she's in a mm-hmm. bunch of other TV shows. Uh, Amy Ryan plays Grace. Um, I most know her from The Office. Yeah, uh, she's also in Gone Baby Gone, Birdman, Win Win, Monster Trucks, and Central Intelligence. Excuse me. And lastly, I have Nathan Lane who plays Roger. He played Timon in The Lion King. Did you know that? I did. Yes, that's pretty cool. Uh, the Birdcage, Mouse Hunt, The Producers, and Only Murders in the Building. And I have three big-ish honorable mentions and one small honorable mention that I thought was cool. Okay. Uh, we have Parker Posey, uh, who I was shocked to, to see in full nudity in this movie. Um, Julian uh, Richings yeah. was in it. Who is Parker Posey? Like, I know... She was in Dazed and Confused. She was the air raid chick. Like, the really bitchy bully girl. Oh! okay yeah yeah and she's yeah, also yeah. in scream three yeah okay huh cool uh julian richings 
and Zoe Lister Jones, who played Bo's young mother. Mm-hmm. And my last one, I have Michael Gandolfini. So he plays one of Bo's sons. We never see his face, but he's one of the one of his sons, and he is the real life son of James Gandolfini. Oh, okay. So I thought that was cool. Nice. I don't know if you uh, had anybody. I did. Uh, we have Richard Kind, who played uh, Doctor Cohen. Uh, honestly, a random ass character, which we'll talk about him at the very end. <laughs> but um, he's been a lot of stuff. He's been a lot of TV shows. Uh, he's on Curb Your Enthusiasm. He has a very distinctive voice and look. Yeah. Um, Julian Richings. Who, I already said him, dog. Did you say? Okay, I wasn't yeah. listening. Uh, I don't know if I don't think you said this, but uh, he does a voice of somebody. I don't know if you caught it. The UPS guy. UPS guy. Yeah. In, in what? In this movie. Oh. The guy that finds his oh. mom's body. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Bettina. He's got home. Hi, Bettina. Uh, did you recognize the voice at all? It sounded like uh not Rain Wilson, um the other comedian. He's in fucking it chapter two. I do not know his name. What the fuck is his, why am I drawing such a blank on this right now? But yes, uh Mr. Bill Hader. That's it, Bill Hader. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Um I didn't notice it until like near the end when he was like talking yeah i like looked it up i was like oh shit it is bill Hader. that's hilarious yeah. yeah yeah i didn't notice it when he was on the phone but whenever they were interviewing mm. him that's when okay. i caught it yeah yeah but yeah that's all i got nice all right let's try and unpack this movie i don't know how the fuck we're gonna do that <laughs> uh I don't know where to start. Okay, first of all, like this movie is three hours long. Uh-huh. Um, it is the longest A24 movie. Uh, it is 30 minutes longer than the director's cut of Midsummer. Uh-huh. Um, and honestly, for me, it didn't feel like three hours up until a certain point uh-huh. for me. Um, because just there's so much going on and it's so fast paced uh-huh. throughout the first like hour and 45 minutes ish to me like it just flew by um and i was so enthralled like especially the first like 30 minutes there's just like so much happening (laughs) and like yeah it's absolute chaos you can't even think about what is going on in the screen like (laughs) uh this the story i was so lost and like I know there is so much that Ari was like writing about and stuff, but like I know so much of it flew over my head. Mm-hmm. I know too. Like the director's cut of this is four hours long. Jeez. So I'm sure he's gonna. Re- they're gonna release it. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to say. That maybe it would explain more, but I really feel like it's just an extra hour of just mm-hmm. uh, it's fucking chaos. I don't know. Yeah. Like this, yeah. I I think I understand where he was going with this, mm-hmm. in that it's like 
like we're seeing inside Bo's mind. Yeah. Cause he he's he's full of anxiety and depression and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like different stages of that. Yeah. And like especially that one scene where he like finally leaves his apartment and it's just like mm-hmm. the streets are in fucking chaos man like people yeah. are getting stabbed and like there's this tattoo guy that's running around and he's like yeah. attacking people mm-hmm. and like fucking cars are on fire and like it's just insane there's like a spanish guy like just all he does is dance like yeah wherever he goes he's just like <laughs> there's a naked guy that they're calling the birthday boy killer and he just runs around with his pecker hanging out and stabs people randomly it's yeah just- um like when I first see this town that he's in, I don't know where it's supposed to. I don't think it's like a, I think it's a think fictional it's sh- place. Is it Chicago? Is it? Because I know the place where his mom is from is like called like Wassertown, which is like a spin on his last name. So yeah. I wasn't sure if it was like a real place. But uh, anyway, you see this like there's this chaos happening, and like Bo is like nighttime, and Bo is like walking up. And then there's this like tattoo guy full of tats, you know, his uh, eyeballs are tatted up. He's, you know, looks scary. All of a sudden Bo starts running and he runs into the apartment. And I was like, holy shit, like what the fucking town is this? And then like (laughs) you start to see like what he's trying to like write and say. Mm -hmm. And um, how much of the stuff at the beginning do you think was real and what actually like what in this whole movie do you think is actually real and what is happening to Bo? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like, I want to say nothing, but yeah. I also want to say like some stuff. Like, did he actually get stabbed? Like, I feel like that it seemed like could it have actually happened, mm-hmm. but I don't think all the chaos on his street was, was real. I think that was just like figments of his uh, anxiety yeah. imagination anxious imagination um but like yeah it's gonna be really hard to not jump ahead and jump all over the place in this movie yeah i think this movie is like uh, this gets a pass for that (laughs) yeah because like like there's a part where he runs away from the people who save him from his stab wound Mm -hmm. he runs away from them and they're housing this fucking ptsd ex-military guy who fought in a war with their son yeah and they send him after him to fucking kill him and he's running through this forest and then he finds these fucking forest people and he's Mm -hmm. chilling with them watching a fucking play in the middle of the forest and their story is they were like they're called the orphans of the forest and they their parents either died or abandoned them so they just go around the forest creating these plays it's like yeah. Yeah. And then the play turns into Bo's story, but it seems like made up. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, the, the first like 20 minutes, whenever it shows all of his anxieties, like, I thought it was a good, it showed exactly kind of what our society is now. Like, um, like there's just so much happening. Like, it, I don't know. The one part, there's like vendors just like, a 12 year old at this like vendor shop, like holding a gun, pretend to like he's gonna buy it, like testing it out. Then, yeah, there's all these people like on the streets with cell phones out, they're like chanting, like, do it, do it. And like, goes up to him, they're like, he's like, what's going on? And the guy's like, oh, 
<laughs> we're trying to get this guy to jump off the building and then yeah. like it zooms up and it's got the top of the building they're like do it do it <laughs> and it's like i don't mean like that captures what today's society is and it's very sad mm-hmm. um and then like a lot of bo's anxieties like i have the same anxiety maybe not like to that extent yeah but some of his anxieties especially since buying my, like my first house like there's just so much mm-hmm. stuff like in your head that you're like thinking about it's like oh will this happen like yeah when he uh he's like packing up because he, his mom got her head cut off by a chandelier <laughs> which like what is <laughs> crazy and he like brings the suitcase out has his keys in the door and then he goes and his suitcase is gone his keys are gone mm-hmm. and there's like uh someone keeps banging on his door and like throwing notes under his door saying like turn the mute volume down but he's like nothing there's no volume like i didn't understand any of that part <laughs> of what that was like yeah like i guess it's he... just his anxieties maybe yeah i guess because like i well i i live in apartments a lot um before i bought this house and like mm-hmm. you know i hated being like if the volume was too loud i'd be like oh, i gotta turn it down just in case yeah. they hear it or something like that so like i get those anxieties you know like when he runs across uh to get like the water because he's like taking meds and like his therapist is like you have to take it with water that's like, the number one rule and like <laughs> he runs out of water yeah and like i know i've done it before too like you know when you you're like oh do i need to do this you're like googling it like oh will something's happened to me if i do this or you know yeah. like we've all been there right oh so, yeah, yeah um yeah uh do you have anything else to say about like the opening like 20 minutes before he gets hit by the car? See, like honestly, like the first 20, 20 to 30 minutes, I enjoyed. I it mm. was all over the place and it was fucking crazy, but at the same time, like it was fun to watch because yeah. like there's just so much happening and you're like yeah. trying to pick it apart and like follow everything that's going on, and it's impossible to follow, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's still like an enjoyable time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to ask you do you think he actually lost his keys or do you think someone actually stole his keys out of his door no, his I think luggage? he lost I think he lost them but where I don't know like he was inside his apartment and then the guy when he's in the bathtub and like it's like filled like, up yeah what the fuck was that and the guy like is up in the ceiling like holding himself and like the brown recluse spider that apparently got loose in the building is like on the guy's face and bites him and he falls in and like i i don't i don't know if that was real like and then bo has some i don't know it's like a disease or some symptom where his balls are fucking (laughs) massive (laughs) he looks like uh randy marsh in south park carrying his balls around in the fucking wheelbarrow yeah yeah um yeah there's just so much stuff in this movie that like doesn't make sense like why does he need to have giant ass balls like that like i shit you not man like each ball is like the size of my fist Mm -hmm. if not bigger like probably double my fist yeah um and then he runs outside and uh this guy yeah the guy chases after him the birthday uh (laughs) the birthday boy killer is like 
why do people know about this guy but he's on the streets like why aren't the cops doing anything and then like yeah he gets attacked and he runs over to the cop and he's like dig it he's like oh help me help me someone stab me and then the cop is like drop it man drop the weapon like don't make me do it he like drops the statue and the cop is still yelling like come on man don't make me do it it's like i i just uh, man i don't know yeah this movie reminded me of uh mother um and i despised that movie i fucking hated it like the first time i saw it just because like, it was so chaotic like i enjoyed mm-hmm. this a bit more but i don't kind of got those same vibes like maybe this, these movies aren't really meant for me like my vibe you know yeah like this movie honestly gave me anxiety mm-hmm. watching it and mother did as well yeah but i kind of enjoyed mother mm-hmm. um but yeah he gets hit by the car i love what the, the scene whenever everyone runs into his apartment like once he like leaves mm-hmm. it open with like the phone book and then everyone's just in his apartment just like dancing or having sex or uh cooking food just destroying stuff in his apartment mm-hmm. uh, thought it was funny like that is an anxiety i can understand because like mm-hmm. i check all my doors twice before i go to bed because i'm just like worried about leaving it unlocked and someone just coming into my house so i mean and like that he propped the front door open mm-hmm. and all this shit's going on in his on his street so i mean if that's an anxiety i can definitely understand that one yeah uh so he gets hit by a car um it is uh grace and roger mm-hmm. um again i don't know if these people were real like they were so odd like d- the daughter especially like i don't know what the fuck was her nice. problem was she was <laughs> insane teenage angst at its finest like i don't know what kind of message like i don't know man because she was she was just so funny like this is like supposed to be birth control like he was sleeping in her bedroom and she was like he would like come out or at one point she was like on the couch and he's like oh i'm sorry like do you want to sleep in there like i'll switch with you and she is like yelling at him like get back in there like you're supposed to be in there like she's like yelling at him like telling him to do stuff but like in a nice way but like not i don't know man like i yeah she was she was terrible yeah it was awful whenever um she uh says that she's gonna take him home with her friend and then mm-hmm. she's like okay smoke this is like a pretty fucking big blunt yeah. and she's like yeah she's like if you don't smoke it then you're not, I'm not taking it home or something like that. And she's and like, I'm going to tell everybody that you touched me or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to stab my friend Sarah in the face or something. And then like, she's going to say, yeah, you did it. It's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Man. I love this scene. Um, I can't remember what he's looking up, but he's using her laptop and she comes in and she's like, what the fuck, what the fuck are you doing? And he like freaks out and vomits projectile vomits yeah. all over her laptop yeah i'm just yeah. like what the fuck oh man um and like grace and roger are super nice and like I roger nice. roger's kind of like sketchy but also mm-hmm. like and grace keeps like leaving him like notes and like little messages yeah because she and... uh when 
they like leave because like Roger says like he's a surgeon, and then like some stuff happens, he can't drive him. Um and she gives him the remote and she like whispers to him like channel 81. And it's like a camera of like the house, and like Bo rewinds it and it goes back, and then he like gets fast forward and like fast forwards like through the whole movie kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what the f-? and then Jeeves is just like crazy. Like, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeeves, that was his name. Yeah. yeah, the army guy. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, he was funny. Like I, I had a lot of fun with him because, like, he would just mm-hmm. randomly start fucking smashing the windows out of his trailer and just, I don't know, fucking yeah. trying to bust down walls and shit. And yeah, uh, yeah. Roger's like, oh, he hasn't had his meds yet. I'll go out and give them to him. Yeah, and the uh, the daughter is this like pounded back meds. Like she just has like all these pill balls. And she just keeps like taking the pills. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's function. Um, there was like a, a few flashbacks. Uh, we flash back to a cruise that um, Bo was on with his mom. His mom is like a, a super rich business lady, and uh, he meets this girl Elaine who ends up working with her mom and he has like a crush on her. Um, they have kind of like a weird relationship. Like Elaine is kind of like batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. And the one scene whenever she's like pounding all the doors, like there's a dead guy in the pool. <laughs> and then like the go like in the pool, is just someone like trying to get the body out. They're like trying to take pictures with it and stuff. Yeah. Um, was- yeah. And um, Bo's mother told him, that his dad died and this was a very very weird conversation mm-hmm. um they he died uh on the night that Bo was conceived and she tells him all this she's like yeah he died while he was still in me um yeah. because he had a weak heart and like whenever mm-hmm. he ejaculated it was our first time having sex whenever he ejaculated he yeah. uh, he had a heart attack and then the same thing happened to his father and his yeah. grandfather and all this shit mm-hmm. and so she's always told Bo throughout his whole life like you can't have sex or you're gonna die yeah and that's where like I was kind of thinking like maybe that's why his balls are so huge because he's just fucking yeah. full to the brim that's what I was, that's what I was thinking too yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just I don't know it's just insane but Elaine wants to have sex or whatever and he's like no I can't yeah yeah and she's like i think she says like oh well i'll wait for you or something like yeah that. yeah and then he's like doesn't have sex his whole life i don't think yeah he took that literally yeah yeah <laughs> um so we go back to uh today and Bo is alone with the daughter and she like brings him into nathan's room who is uh the son who passed away and she just starts painting on like the wall. I, she wrote something. I couldn't see what it was, but she did write something. Um, she wrote both. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And I didn't understand this this scene at all. Like, is she just like a representation of teen girls who are like, I don't know, or like his own suicidal thoughts? Maybe. Maybe. Because yeah. yeah, she dies by drinking a can of paint she's just like going fucking nuts like yelling and she's like oh drink this with me and just chugs the paint and then grace comes in and she thinks that Bo killed her and then 
Bo like crashes to the door and <laughs> she's like yells like Jeeves, kill him and yeah. it's like what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't understand like how does Grace think that Bo killed her? Like, yeah. What he held her down and fucking put paint down her throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, what have you done to her? I always knew that that you were capable of this or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like running away. Uh and then he runs into some random pregnant girl. He's like forging oh, yeah. for stuff. Um I'm not sure what her name was, but she takes him back to this place of the, the orphans of the forest and they're like put on they are orphans they put in a play there's like old man named uh yesikov who like created this thing who kind of looks like an older version of Bo. yeah and like this is where it just like i i don't know man i don't get this movie at all <laughs> um so they're like watching the play and then like all of a sudden this guy who you mentioned in the cast list recognizes Bo and he's like hey do you remember me and he's like no and he used to work for or work for his mom and take care of his dad whenever he was like sick or something like that and then Bo starts to think that he's his dad yeah yeah um and then like I don't know what this next like scene is but it was like i message you was like this scene is like 35 minutes long like i don't know it's just some person narrating a play of like a character of Bo or something mm-hmm. i don't know but it's like must be know. like his life i guess yeah it goes through his life like him starting family having three boys and then the wife disappears and they get like their village gets destroyed by a storm. He loses his boys. Uh, he's like an old man now. He has one daughter left. He can either go to a play or have soup. And he <laughs> decides <laughs> to go to the play and he's watching it. And then like the person on the stage is like three boys and someone in like his mask, like literally like narrating like what he's doing. And they're like, oh, in that moment, he recognizes that it's his three sons, and the three sons are like, Dad, and they I, I don't understand this whole scene, man. But they like embrace and uh he they ask like how their mom is, and Bo's like, Oh, I thought she was with you, and they're like, No, we were raised as orphans, and like mm-hmm. uh we thought like you were dead and all this stuff. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I yeah, don't get it either. at all. Me either. And then, uh, Bo, like they're like hugging and embracing and, uh, they're like crying. And I think like Bo says something. It's like, Oh, your mother, mother's alive or your grandpa's alive or something. I don't, I don't even know, man. But then, like, you hear, like, an explosion or something, and, like, Bo turns around, and he's like, no, Dad! And then it's the guy he was talking to just gets blown the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, Jeeves shows up and just starts murdering people. (laughs) (laughs) Going on an absolute rampage. 
And then he like has like a tracker on his phone and like he ends up like shooting Bo or something. Or he he gets tackled by someone and then like Jeeves just like puts the gun to his chest and starts shooting himself to shoot yeah. the guy behind him and like <laughs> ah, what the fuck is going on? Then yeah, Bo ends up hitchhiking the rest of the way to his mother's. Yeah. And he shows up and there's like a guy carrying stuff out from the house and Bo's like, oh, is she, uh, or is the funeral happening? And he's like, oh, it's it's already done. Mm-hmm. But one thing we forgot to mention too is that um, Bo talked to like, I don't know who he was, like his mother's attorney or something like that. And he was like belittling Bo saying like, you need to get here. Like the funeral can't happen until you're here. And people are mm-hmm. supposed to be buried like, a couple days after they die and we've had to wait here for you because you've decided yeah. not to come and all this shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then Bo shows up and this ending is fucking crazy. Yeah. I, again, I don't know. <laughs> um, I thought that it was like super funny. Uh, like these last few scenes. Um, mm-hmm. I love when he like walks up and like it has, the indent of where the chandelier fell that has like a, a, a plaque here lies the chandelier that fell i was like laughing then like it was at the casket and the casket's open you just see like a body no head i was like that's hilarious um yeah there's like a timeline of on the wall of like the mom like everything that she's done mm-hmm. um and then bo's like downstairs and this girl comes in elaine and it's the girl from the cruise and Bo like can't believe it. And she's like, Oh, it was the funeral at 8 PM or 8 AM. And she's like, Oh, I guess I'm late. I'll leave these here. And then she's like, yeah, she owed me money too. But I mean, this is not really the right time for that. <laughs> and she's like, uh, all right, I guess I'll call an Uber or something. And like goes outside and Bo comes out and, you know, he tells her like, Hey, it's, it's me, Bo. And then she's like, okay, it's, Wanna have sex basically and yeah she's like okay want to go inside and they go into like his mom's room and uh obviously he's very like scared and insecure mm-hmm. of, of it and they just hop in bed and uh obviously he's scared because like he's about she's on top and i love that the shot of her of the camera behind her you just see like her ass with his giant testicles sticking out <laughs> and uh she's going and like he's about to come and he's he's just like no stop like he thinks he's gonna die right yeah yeah and then he comes and and then she's like oh i felt that (laughs) yeah you blasted right through that bag yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh man um and she's like okay let me finish yeah she's Uh, like i want to come too so she's going (laughs) And she finishes, and then right away, like, she just freezes, and Bo was, like, looking up at her, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she fucking died. <laughs> and she's just, like, frozen stiff, and she, like, falls over. And then, like... His reaction fucking yeah. had me laughing so hard, man. Yeah. Because, like, he, like, freaks, and he's like, ah! And he just yeah. tosses her off, and she's stiff as a board, and then you just see her laying on the floor, like, yeah, all rigor oh, mortis. Man. Um, and then, uh, 
the mom walks in yeah. and you're like what the fuck yeah and i love like the two like helpers come and grab the body and she's like still like rigor mortis somehow yeah. like two seconds after she died <laughs> oh man it's funny um so i don't get this ending like i don't understand any of this like i don't do you understand any of this like the mom was obviously trying to make a point to her to Bo, but like I just did not get it. Like they the body that died was a girl named Martha who I think used to take care of Bo. I think. Yeah, she's like the the maid or housekeeper kind of thing. Yeah, and uh Bo says that he knew it was her because he saw the hands or something in the, the casket. Mm-hmm. Um but I didn't understand any of this, and then we get the fucking the thing in the fucking attic and i was like what the fuck <laughs> so yeah um basically like what i got is mona's been his mother's been alive this whole time um mm-hmm. she's been like spying on Bo. basically like Bo's therapist works for her um he's been sharing all of Bo's therapy sessions with her for the past uh, 30 years for the past 30 years so she knows everything that Bo has said about her and she like really kind of shames him and was just like i tried to give you every ounce of love that I could possibly muster up. And like you repaid me by like giving me shitty birthday presents and like stuff like that. Yeah. And then uh, Bo had a flashback earlier on of a boy being put up into the attic. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, when are you going to learn that those weren't nightmares? Those were memories or something like that. Yeah. And then she puts him up into the attic yeah where he learns that he has a twin brother who's been locked up there mm-hmm. and his dad is still alive but his dad is a giant penis and testicles and testicles and like this isn't a metaphor his dad is a mm-hmm. giant yeah manhood because his mom is like <laughs> like yells at him rips at him like do you know what I had to go through to like conceive you? And if you look at it, you're like, holy shit. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> uh, and then he's just like his dad, I guess we'll say, just like, Bo, Bo, yeah. Bo, I missed you. Yeah. And then Jeeves shows up at the window. <laughs> yeah. Jeeves fucking shows up, runs in. Uh, start shooting the giant testicles, cutting them open, like stabbing them, and all of a sudden, like fucking starship troopers, just like this little pincer, like goes into his head. Yeah, kills Jeeves. Ah, oh, man. And then Bo ends up getting back downstairs. Yeah. Does he? Yeah, he goes back downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember. Uh, he. Oh, he tries to kill Mona. I thought he killed Mona fight well i mean like, yeah like i the ending i i didn't understand what the fuck what like okay yeah, so i don't know <laughs> okay so he people who haven't seen this movie are listening like i, I good, good fucking luck yeah um so he gets in a boat and he starts going off into this lake and then you see like this giant rock formation with the cave yeah and he goes in and then he goes in in the middle of a cave 
and it's like a fucking coliseum of all these people and then this boat breaks down having issues and then all of a sudden this guy uh whatever we say his name was dr cohen starts talking and his mom's there and you're like what the fuck and and he's like in court for everything he's done to his mom mm-hmm. and then like he has a random defense attorney i guess like i don't even know who the fuck that is terrible at his job well, like I don't know. he ends up dying and then bo's left to fend for himself they fucking falls off and smashes his head on the the rock like midsummer like the fucking old man i was gonna or say Ari Aster has a thing with heads yeah so i don't he's getting tried for everything he's done to his mom um and then the motor starts catching on fire and like smoking and then like blows up and then the fucking boat flips over and boat falls in the water and then the, movie, <laughs> credits, the credits roll. roll and i was like what the <laughs> fuck <sighs> so i don't know i just this just popped in my head like do you think that bow was dead and this like coliseum was like some sort of like heaven oh like court thing like trying to decide if he was good enough to go to heaven or stay or go to hell maybe he died in the like when he got hit by the car yeah this whole movie he's just been dead and he's just like replaying like all of his different guilts and shit like that yeah hmm that's an you interesting know, I'm theory. gonna run with that because that's the only <laughs> thing that makes sense. Makes makes more sense than everything else. I don't know, maybe. Maybe. Um so if he gets hit by the car, because obviously he's like crazy, right? Yeah. Um so he gets hit by the car, he dies. He is maybe replaying or think about like scenarios in his life that could have happened or maybe like you know like was he, grace did... and nathan possibly uh a version of a family he could have had or been a part of maybe yeah maybe because he was like kind of like a brother like grace immediately said you know like i love you and um uh they treated roger, him like their child roger was like a really good dad to him kind of mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. it's a theory yeah i imagine there's lots of shit on reddit about this movie yeah did you look up anything no yeah i like i finished this movie and i was just like i wanted to be done with it like i was like yeah. i don't even want to fucking look anything up on this because i mm-hmm. like I don't want to say I was pissed, but I was like, I don't know. I felt cheated because like I love Hereditary and I love Midsommar. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Ari Aster, like we've been giving him praise since the first time we watched Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. then he comes out with this and it's just like, yeah, I, he obviously I mean, had a vision, but yeah. like, what the fuck is this movie? Yeah. Like we'll get into the ratings, obviously, but 
obviously we didn't enjoy it that much. Like there was things to like about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I give all the prop in the world to Ariaster for even doing this movie. That's fair. But at the same time, like, what are you thinking? I don't know. Uh, like, I want to know. What were you thinking? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what does this movie mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think this is a movie because he did um, I messaged you a few weeks ago. Uh, there's like a TikTok meme of uh, Michael Shannon of yeah. like with his bag like oh I got all this now I can go home or whatever. Um, I'm a lucky boy. Yeah lucky boy. Uh, so that's from the Criterion Closet which the Criterion Channel has this closet of all their movies and they like have actors or directors people whatever go into the, the Criterion and pick movies to bring home and kind of like talk about what inspired them and um and Ari Aster's video he did last year he talks about movies that he picks that inspired Bo is Afraid so okay I think I want to find a list of movies that Ari Aster kind of got inspiration from for this movie and kind mm-hmm. of see maybe I can take something more from those movies and kind of see where Aries' mind was with this movie yeah i would love to like i would love to own this movie on physical just so i could watch the director's commentary Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah yeah i was thinking about the like i i'll I'll probably buy this movie eventually but i honestly don't know how much i'll watch it just because it's you know i'm finding Time Magazine did an article. <laughs> Ari Oster and Joaquin Phoenix reluctantly helped break down the meaning of Bo is Afraid. See if there's anything good. <laughs> Tweets about the film in theaters nationwide on April 21st run the gamut from high praise for Astor's magnum opus to scathing takedowns of the career killer. I want to make a movie that was like a video game but where your character can't do anything and none of the buttons work. That is accurate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Guilt, shame, paranoia, paranoia, Freudian mom issues, you name it. Aster slaps it up there on the screen with Phoenix as our jittery naif stumbling from one traumatic episode to the next. It's the most magnificent act of oversharing you'll see all year, a banquet of of all the TMI you could eat just for the price of a ticket. <laughs> Even Phoenix himself wasn't sure what to make of Bo after first reading the script. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah. This is a very long article, but yeah, I might yeah, read it after. The synopsis on Letterboxd is way much, way, uh, so much better than the um, IMDb ones. They're just so basic. Like, a paranoid man embarks on an epic odyssey to get home to his mother. Like, that's all you need from yeah. a synopsis for this movie. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I get it. All right. I'm going to discuss our ratings. Yeah, yeah. Or do you want to talk more? No, I literally just noticed something on the letterbox that I've never... Like, it's always been there, but I've never really, like, noticed it. I noticed it is the trailer link. Oh, I don't think I've ever noticed that either. 
like right, right on the main film page, like under the director has trailer and you click on it and it just wants to open YouTube to the trailer. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I, this just blew my mind. Oh, never yeah, really... oh, yeah, it is there. <laughs> I have noticed it there, actually. Yeah, I've just never really yeah. thought of it. Clued in. Yeah. Anyway. You think Josh would like this movie? <laughs> uh, we both know the answer to that. Yeah. All right. Lay it on me. Would you rate this movie? Well, you know my ratings on Letterboxd, but I told you after it, like, I don't know how to rate this movie. Yeah. Um. So I feel like my rating I'm going to give now is not false but like i don't know not true like not totally accurate i don't i don't know what to think of this movie man like um <laughs> so let's go uh story i'll give it a three out of ten i just don't know what the fuck is going on with this movie um yeah <laughs> i don't even know what to say honestly uh <laughs> Like the character, I I like the characters, even though like I don't, I don't connect with them. Like, I don't know. What did you think of Bo? Like as a character, like did you feel for him at all in the movie, or like? Yeah, I felt like for me, I didn't have the mind power to even connect with him. Like, just there was so much. Like, I felt bad for him, but like, I don't know, man. I just my mind was just racing everywhere. Like. I, c- um, I couldn't connect with them. Like I didn't necessarily yeah. have empathy, but it was more like I had sympathy for the guy. Like mm-hmm. you feel yeah. bad for him. Cause he's been dealt a really shitty hand in life. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you can tell like his mama, like mentally abused him, not so much physically, but yeah, definitely mentally abused him whenever he was younger mm-hmm. and whatnot. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I like the characters. Uh, I love Nathan Lane. Um, I used to watch Mouse Hunt so much as a kid. Uh, I fucking love that movie. Um, uh, yeah, three out of ten for story. Um, I just don't know what this movie is. I I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, uh, quality. I'll go at six out of ten. Um, mm. I do think this is a really well made movie. It's gorgeous. Uh, the 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 set pieces are really cool. It's really colorful and out there and this is a movie that you would think would be like kind of made for us like we like kind of those wacky mm-hmm. style movies but i don't know it's very like wes anderson like but yeah yeah um i couldn't really pay attention to the score like notice anything really because my mind was just <laughs> i don't All know place. yeah so i'll go with six uh so yeah three out of ten and six out of ten all right uh, we're similar. I gave my story a two out of 10, um, basically for the exact same reason as you. Like, I just, I didn't know what was going on. And I even texted you because I watched it before you did. And I texted you. I was like, dude, like, I don't know how we're going to do an episode on this movie because it's just fucking all over the place. Like, yeah, we don't follow any real story mm-hmm. throughout the movie. It's just, I don't know. It's like he took like, it's almost like, I almost want to say it's almost like if someone with schizophrenia fucking made a movie, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It was just all over the place, just a whole bunch of ideas kind of thrown together. Um, But yeah, I mean, 
I already mentioned it whenever you asked me that like I couldn't like connect with Bo, but like I felt bad for him. I felt sympathy for him. Um, but I I did enjoy some of the other characters as well too. But mm-hmm. uh, my story else or my quality, I also gave it a six. Um, I thought the acting was really well done. Like Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. was phenomenal. He was yeah. great in the role. Mm-hmm. Like you can't take away from that. And it's like Amy Ryan was really good. Even uh, his mom, um, I can't remember what Patty, Patty something. She was good. Like in those final like 30 minutes, she was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I want to say that this is a movie that would be good for a second watch, but at the same time, I don't know if I want to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's three hours long and it's just, I don't mm-hmm. know. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah, so two out of 10 and three, uh, six out of 10 for me. Oh, yeah. I need to do Rotten Tomatoes. Um, one second. In so long that I forgot. I just saw that uh, our friend Alan watched Malignant. Oh, what did he put on there? <laughs> Two and a half. He said, so you're telling me the killer is your imaginary friend. Not sure what to think of this movie. It was all over the place. That's fair. <laughs> all right. So this is a newer movie. So it has a critics consensus and an audience consensus. The critics' consensus, Bo is afraid, is overstuffed to the point of erasing the line between self-flagellation and self-indulgence, but Ari Aster's bravura and Joaquin Phoenix's sheer, sheer commitment give this neurotic odyssey undeniable power. Holy fuck, read that over three times. <laughs> so based on that, what do you think the critics scored it? Um, I'm going to go a. 79 67 oh wow okay on 243 reviews and an average score of 6.9 out of 10 and the audience consensus it's very long very confusing and definitely not for everyone but love it or hate it it's hard not to respect Bo is afraid's ambition and that's a fair statement yeah like I, I think that's very fair like I, I already said, it's the fucking one of Ari Aster, well, probably his most ambitious movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, the audience had a 71% on 250 verified ratings and an average score of 3.7 out of 5. Nice. So, I mean, good enough mm-hmm. for the <clears throat> reception, but yeah. not great, I would mm-hmm. say. Uh, Letterbox is pretty similar. Um, has a three point five out of five. Uh, we both gave it a two out of five. Um, I know a lot of our friends liked it. Uh, Anthony gave it a four to five. I loved his uh review on it. I don't know if you saw it. I did. Yeah. Yeah, like an episode of Seinfeld, how to fucked up baby with features the game. <laughs> That's good. Um, let's see. Oh, I guess oh, I thought there's more of our friends that like that watch this. Oh, I, I thought Jensen people. watched it, but maybe not. I guess Anthony's the only one. Hmm. Yeah, the majority of my uh, people I follow is like between a three and a half and a four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people 
on Letterboxd really like this. And like, I don't know. I like to think of Anthony as being like very perceptive to movies. And I think he really gets mm-hmm. movies. Like he's a smart guy. So yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I believe his rating, but some people I'm just like, who are you lying to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like people who watch a lot of David Lynch movies will like this movie. That's fair. Like, uh, what was that super popular Lynch movie that I just Eraser did? Yeah, Eraserhead. <laughs> it's like similar to that. Like, I, I don't get it, but yeah. it is like one of the most popular move horror movies ever made. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Obviously, this movie wasn't for us, though. Nope. Um, but okay. I will say, still watch it. Uh, yeah. Maybe you will like it. Maybe maybe I was out of line saying, who are you lying to? But, yeah. I mean, just because we don't like it doesn't mean other people don't have to like it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we went like almost a whole month there to a scare section. So let's bring I that mean, back. No? We... I guess. I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't really write anything up, but um, maybe we can still do it if you want. Nah, it's all good. I didn't right. write one up either, but yeah. I also so, didn't like write any notes really for this movie. <laughs> I had to write notes of what was going on in the movie because I didn't <laughs> I didn't want to forget anything. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. We're gonna be closing out the month with uh Bones and All. Yeah. Which is another 2023 movie. Um if any of our listeners checked out the Stabby's Awards from last year. Uh, you'll learn that it's an HMC Productions kind of thing where we do our own like horror Oscars in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and I both need to watch more horror movies from 2023. So yeah, we're going to try and bang out another one next week. Mm-hmm. And then in yeah. August, we have some exciting shit happening, but uh, we're going to leave you in the dark on that for now. Yeah. But keep your ears and eyes open. Yep. All right. Uh, if you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our T Public account where we have our merch. There's also links to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way. And there's links to our individual letterbox accounts, our Discord server, and anywhere that you can listen to us. After three weeks, I'm shocked that I remembered all that. <laughs> <laughs> good job man uh thank you um we already mentioned it but uh our episode with uh well we we joined horror cafe um mm-hmm. for an episode on deep blue sea uh that'll be coming out right around the time this episode comes out so go and check that one out too and any of their other episodes because they are great people they have a great podcast and we enjoy their company signing off uh yeah All right, right, guys. We will talk to you next week. See you later.